Well, welcome to the True Man Podcast with Mike Van Pelt, the comeback coach, helping you gain clarity, peace, and understanding in your walk with God as a man, a father, and a spouse. Hey, get involved with the show. Send your email to Mike at StartYourComebackStory.com. If you've been wondering what's gone adrift in my masculine soul and asking, is there more to life? This is where it begins. This is the True Man Podcast. Well, welcome to the True Man Podcast with Mike Van Pelt. This is an invitation to radical reconstruction of a man's masculine heart and soul in a place of safe community where we dare to ask questions deep-seated inside a man and explore ways to help you become a better man, a better dad, and a better spouse. Well, on today's program, I speak with author Paula Kent about her book, Heroic Choices, and how to make better choices in life. You know, life can change swiftly and unexpectedly. And as a result of you know, the choices and the changes that you make, some of these things can stay with you the remainder of your life. And that's one reason why I believe going through the coaching process makes tremendous sense. So many of us are unprepared for what may happen next. And I commonly refer this, uh, call this, quote unquote, the next it. And understanding how we make those choices, why we make those choices, and how we can be better equipped to make choices is an essential ingredient to living a successful and satisfied life. And not only that, but we're talking about the preparation here for the next hit. And it's just so vitally important because you're never going to eliminate negative things from happening in your life. And it's simply a matter of time before that next hit comes at you. But what if you could be better prepared, make better choices, and shorten that cycle of anger and frustration and that just that, the amount of time you, you, you give yourself to feel abysmal sometimes when life comes at you? Now, come on, don't pretend you don't do this. You know, you have to be happy with you to help get through the next it. When you like the person you are, making life choices becomes so much easier because you trust your own judgment. You recognize that you have the power to create whatever it is that you want for yourself and your family. So if we short circuit bad choices and lessen the fatigue of staying in a negative state, would you be interested in moving in that direction? I know I am. If you are, reach out to me at mike at startyourcomebackstory.com. Now let's get to today's interview with Paula Kent. And if you love the show, I'd be honored if you'd leave us a review online and, uh, and tell us all about it. Enjoy the interview with Paula Kent. Well, welcome to the True Man Podcast. Today, I'm speaking with Paula Kent. Paula is an award is, a, is an award nominated researcher, writer, and lifelong learner. 
From early retirement, from banking, Paula has transformed her life. She shares her learning in her book, Heroic Choices, examining the purpose of fear as you seek to realize the dreams and change your life. Paula, welcome to the True Man Podcast. Thank you so very much for having me, Mike. I'm really pleased to be here. Well, we're excited to have you here. And I like to start the show with this. You're an author. You've written a book, Heroic Choices, which I can't wait to dig into. But how did that start? Where is it in your life where you you transition from corporate America to deciding, I want to be an author? How does that happen? Yeah. Yeah. So I was a retail bank manager and 27 years, I worked for the same institution and I just got to this place in 2016 that it just wasn't a passion for me anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, I was starting, I was 53, starting to look and kind of question the kids are getting older and, you know, got into that sort of niche or the midlife, you know, crisis piece, right? It seems like such a cliche, but there's this true question. Very true though. Yeah, Yeah. very true. Very true. So I got into this place and and I made this big jump. It was felt a bit like jumping into an abyss, but I retired early from banking and then, whoa, what was I going to do? And so I had, you know, graduated from high school in 1981. I'd never done anything, no undergrad, nothing like that, but I was accepted into a master's program uh, in Victoria, British Columbia, here in Canada. And so what I did is I I jumped in two feet into this academic world and Mm. it was transformative. It was absolutely transformative, you know, right from that whole piece of like, oh my God, I don't belong here. Like that came up many, many, many times Mm. imposter syndrome, lots of crying, lots of tears, but I got through it. And as I came out of this in a whole new career, I have a master's in tourism and and hospitality. Of course, it 2020, bam, pandemic. Kind of doesn't do you much good to have that when nobody can come visit, right? No, that's for sure. And, and, you know, at my age too, I don't want to throw up it as ageism, but I was starting a whole new career, right? So from banking to, to into tourism. So this was a big gap, but then the pandemic hit and that gave me lots of time. And, and I started to reflect and, and really what had I gone through? And that's where I, I was out on a run one day and the whole idea for the book, all of, all of it just sort of pounded into my head all at one yeah. time. And I just ran home as fast as I could and just wrote down the outline. And that's how I got to that place. I just wanted to share my story. I just felt like, like a passion for sharing it. You just made that sound easy, but I know it wasn't. There's no, no. way. No, no. Yeah, getting the out, getting the outline or the idea for it, along with I've, I've utilized two academic theories. So Joseph Campbell, who I'm a huge admirer of, a great scholar, Joseph Campbell's uh, Hero's Journey and Jack Mesro's The uh, Transformative Learning play in and frame the work. But the actual writing of it, I had only you know, written letters and, and stories for my kids before. Yeah. So this was this was hard. And again, it became, it, it just, I was going through the cycle of transformation as I was writing the book. So the, you know, the test of my resolve, the fear that what I was putting together was, you know, not good enough. Now, and, and so I experienced it as I was writing. I, this is kind of a, a, a curiosity question. And I, mm-hmm. 
personally, because uh, I, there's been a lot of talk about writing, writing, writing a book. Mm-hmm. And I, I run across people all the time that are like, boy, I want to write a book. I think I have a story in me. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm curious what that's like to go through because everybody that I know that's written a book says, man, it is hard. It is hard. Yeah. yeah. You know, what makes it hard? Because at the end of the day, we're talking about to some degree telling our story. Mm-hmm. That's a big part of writing a book, which doesn't seem too hard, but we all know it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's the challenge to writing a story? What, what is it like? Yeah. So the first thing I want to start with is the purpose of the first draft is to be the first draft. So Mm -hmm. I think that then, and and someone told me that, so that became freeing. So get it down. Even if you think it's the worst sentence or the worst worst word choice you've ever made, just get it down and move forward and get it out because you know what, you're going to go back. And when you go back and you've got your story out, then you find other pieces that you maybe want to drop in or you want to provide clarity. So with my with my book, it is a nonfiction book. And so I also did other research with other women, got the first draft out and then started to put it all together, went back to each of those initial ideas and reworked them. But getting it out that first draft out, that is the most important step. Now. Do you journal by chance? You know, I'm not much of a journaler. And well, that's, see, that's interesting. I, I was going to try to make a connection there, but, there, I, I, you know, and sometimes there is, sometimes I, I'm a very, uh, uh, and this has come later in my life where I, I, I like to write and, and journal when I can. And I encourage people to do that. That's why I asked that question. I was curious, uh, mm-hmm. you know, if you'd done, done a lot, you just like jumped in, you, you just went, went right yeah. deep in. Right into the deep end. Yeah. But I do free write every day. So I guess that in a way, like when I buy a journal, sometimes they're too pretty. And I think, oh, the, only the best words have to go in them. So I free write for minimum 15 minutes every single day and just free write. I think that, I, I would call that journaling. So let's call yeah, that. Journaling. Let's call that journaling. Okay. So tell us about the book. What is the, what's in the book? Who does it serve? Who would want to pick this book up and read it yeah so it is i i'm gonna put it out there in my bias i am a female and i interviewed and did research with females so however i don't believe personal life transformation is gender specific so yes these are women's stories so that would be the primary market is women who are searching feeling there's something more well now guys guys need guys feel this for their wives right so that's right So So in Heroic Choices, what I've done is I've created a cycle of transformation. And in that cycle, there's all of these different stages. Each chapter is a stage. And what it is, is as you go through and you start with the here and now, that's the beginning of the cycle. And you go through and you find the path to making you changes. And you know what? Fear comes up. Fear is the big piece and it holds you back. But you know what? Fear is the test of your resolve. And that's the test on where, where you need to go, how you can shift your mindset. And as you work through that, you hit sort of this inflection point and you come through with gaining and gathering your insights. As you gather your insights and you make meaning, construct meaning in your life, then you begin to start to say, you know, this is really happening. 
I think different because the blessing we have with the personal uh, transformation, we're setting out on this journey to find ourselves in a new on a new path is we've got all of those old experiences. We've got all of that context to reflect back on. And so as I came out of, you know, graduating from university, I was able to look back and think, I'll never go back to banking. (laughs) I can never go there again. But I because I knew I had insight as to what, how much I had changed and how my thought processes had changed also. Yeah. Now, I'm curious, sometimes when people change, the people around them don't like it. Bam, right on how, the nose, what, 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 right on the nose. <laughs> so so what, what, what happened with you? I guess I could take a guess by that reaction. <laughs> yeah, no, that is exactly true. It is exactly true. We... <sighs> As humans, we get into relationships and we start to sort of meld together and, and, and you know, we, it works. But after you embark on personal and on that soul work, you're changing your inner world, mm-hmm. all the same on the outside. And that's very difficult sometimes for, for people in your life to accept. It can be very difficult that you no longer buying into this mindset or you're no longer doing this or you're no longer you're falling back into a position of defense whatever it may be and that is where you have to position yourself in a position of power and always look forward face up and as you go through this and you know yeah sometimes people fall away but they're yeah. not your people they're not your people if your people are not cheerleading you on they're not your people what what's a hurdle that you think holds people back from taking those yeah. steps to push forward? It's the fear. It's loss. We we're 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 very loss averse as people, humans. And you know, I can't. I don't know the name of the person who stated this. It's, um, which I feel really bad because it is a quote. This is not my own idea. So if you think about positivity as a bowl of cherries, bowl of cherries, you put one cockroach the negativity in that bowl of cherries, you're not going to, you know, negativity is really powerful. You're not going to have any of those cherries. Right. Um, And so we're loss adverse. We don't, we know what we're going to lose or what we're going to leave behind and we don't know what we're going to gain. And that's the uncertainty piece. And that's why you have to trust yourself. You have to trust that the path you are on and, and you'll be redirected on your path. Mm. Oh, no. Oh, oh, here. And so when I entered university, I thought tourism and hospitality, I never thought I'll be writing a book, but I was redirected to that, whether it would be life circumstances or, or whatever, right? Redirection. So how, how do you feel like that's a really, I love the whole idea of redirection. It's, it fits right into the whole comeback coach turnaround second chance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. opportunity, which I think are just like keys to you've experienced this. That was part of you going to the university and then writing a book. Mm-hmm. And uh, I loved it to, to hear those stories. What, what step do you think that people should start with in order to, to make that transformation, make that comeback, start that second chance in their life? Yeah. You know, gosh, I wish I knew the exact answer for yeah, Nobody's got person. this. No, don't feel bad. We could team up and we'd be, we'd be be there. Uh, You know, I I really think people need to look inside and and look back to what 
what drove your passions when you were when you were younger and yeah. whether that's going back to childhood what what were your interests what were the things that you like to do because really you know this passion is what's going to pull you and give you the the self-direction to keep going the motivation and you know when if you'd known me in 1981 when i graduated high school you would never think she was going to go back to school but if i go back a few years before that you know then i can see there was that there was that that young girl that wanted to learn who is endlessly curious and just became you know cynical or whatever however you want to word it and got started making money and and sort of left those dreams behind it's all within us it's still there but it takes time it takes calm it takes reflection and it just takes just don't like i have to make a decision now no take the time yeah. reflect 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 i i love that because i and uh, i i've said this before this is an exercise that i've worked on sometimes going back and looking at your 5 year old self who was free in most circumstances mm-hmm. um what was was free and had thoughts and desires is like critically important mm-hmm. because you were that person mm-hmm. at one time. And then <laughs> the yeah. world, the world hit. Hello. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. That, per, that, those, that passion and that realness, that authenticity, you know, it's nothing like a four five, six, seven year old who's super authentic. Right. Mm-hmm. And that authenticity is always with us. We just, we just pile the layers on. You know, as people, as we grow, as we consume, we start to pile some layers on and it's brushing that stuff aside and getting back, just like you said, that five-year-old self. Well, I find, and I often tell people this, uh, and it's the beauty of being a podcaster. Mm -hmm. Um, I get to be curious. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that as uh, young people, we are curious because there's there's no burden on us. We don't have any life experiences. And I think curiosity is a really big deal because it leads to adventure. Mm-hmm. Is that anything that you address in the in the book, the whole curiosity and the adventure of of life? Yeah, absolutely. And and it's the curiosity piece is the piece around, you know, and I don't like, oh, be curious. You know, it's wow. not like that. That's about in as we gather, be curious about what you're learning. Yeah. Be curious as to here's something that happened. Here's an incident. Be curious about that. You know, here I made that decision to do to, to be in human resources for two years in banking. Why? What was I thinking at that time? What 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 can I pull forward though? Now be curious about your own life. And as you, you know, get curious, you start to see sequences and decisions and patterns emerge. And I think, you know, going to, to leapfrog into adventure, you go from be curious about adventure. What was the most adventurous thing you've ever did, done? And if you haven't, what could you do, right? It's all about possibility. Be curious about what is possible for you, not what isn't, what's too scary. Be curious about what's possible. Well, that's really cool. Um, it, before we wrap up, is there, is there something that you would like to touch on 
uh, in reference to the book that we haven't talked about so far? Um, well, I mean, there's a whole lot in there I could I could share, but I think it's just what's that, a nugget. What's a, a good nugget, nugget that I would I would want to leave everyone with, and and I think I'm just gonna you know borrow from King Arthur a little bit. Sort of Arthurian legend is we all come into our lives, you know, on our own journey. And mm -hmm. if we're making a choice to change or to embark on it, we can in personal growth and transformation or we want or seeking something different, just know there's a path for you. It's a path. Each of us have our own path that is just unique. And every single one of us has this golden treasure inside to share. Mm -hmm. That's really nice. That's a very nice way because I'm a big believer in that. We all have a story mm -hmm. and, um, um, you know, it, it, it's, it has endless possibilities. Yeah. So, so we're going to put this in the show notes, of course, but how can people get a hold of you or get a hold of the book? Or, um, yeah. Can you share that with us? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I have my website, my author site is www.paulacant.com. Go there, you can check out the book. I've got a sample chapter that people can uh, read, sort of test before you buy kind of thing. Uh, it's available on Amazon uh, in America and, and Amazon in Canada and Indigo. And uh, you can get a hold of me at info at paulacant.com. Awesome. And again, we'll put that in the show notes. Paula, I absolutely enjoyed our conversation. Thanks for being on the show today. We, we need to do this again, learn more yeah. about that book. Yeah, thanks so much. It's been a real pleasure talking to you. All right, have a great, have a great night. Thank you. Thanks. Improve your life today with Mike Van Pelt, the comeback coach. If you're on the search for more and looking for someone to walk alongside you so you can find what you're looking for, then let's develop a roadmap of discovery that leads to success and satisfaction in your life. For additional information and details on how you can set up an initial comeback call, go to startyourcomebackstory.com.